Hi everyone, I'm Cole. I'm Tyler. And this is Two Gays. One Pod. Where we keep it clear. Keep it queer. And we keep it retro. Ooh, vintage. Ooh, we're throwing it back. Ooh, real back. Way back. Mm. Ancient. Do you remember that? The 90s. Oh, no. <laughs> What's up? Episode two. Can you believe we're here? I'm so excited. How have you been? (laughs) Girl, since it's been so long since I've seen you. I know. The magic of podcasting. It's been at least a week, right? Um, I would say it's been a week. It's been a week. (laughs) Exactly a week. For sure. Um, I've been super excited about just, you know, this podcast is getting me excited. Me too. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited for this journey to go on with you. It's going to be fun. And today we do have a very special, special guest. Um, The lovely, beautiful Marcus is with us today. Woohoo, Marcus! Say hi loudly. Hello, everybody. So uh, Marcus is actually the beautiful soul that has inspired us to make this podcast and he is, we're very blessed that he is here today in town from his very busy traveling schedule yes. in the very warm Florida to film us and produce us and direct us and boss around our production husband, Drew. Say hi, Drew. Hi, Drew. Well done. Well done. <laughs> thanks, Drew. <laughs> um, thanks. Um, so yeah, Marcus is here. He's in the house. We love him. Um, so we might have him throw in some questions eventually. We are actually filming today. Yes. Hello everyone out there. I gotta pay, pay some love to the camera, which I'm not used to yet. This but is our first venture of this. It is our first venture of this. I'm super excited. I so know. let's uh, roll on into our Kiki, which I'm going to announce. Don't fucking make that face, I won't. bitch. I won't. I won't. Okay, so we're working on the structure of the podcast and trying to figure out what things are going to be going on and are things that we're going to talk about. And we're going to start with our Kiki, which is keeping it current with a K intentionally. Think of the Kardashians. Current. <laughs> so intentionally. the beginning of every episode, you're going to hear our Kiki where we're just going to catch you up what me and Ty have been up to and talk a little, a little current events, a little hot topics. And I think you had something you went, well, actually I can start it off, but I know that you have the tea. Um, Miss Grande Latte, Miss Ariana, uh, has released um, a new single. The queers have been a flame and a fire for this single to drop. Um, I myself am standing, like honestly. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I queened out a little bit when it came on. I have to be really honest, and I'm just going to give you my quick opinion because Tyler has some information of some things that are going on that I was not aware about. Um, but it's very house. Very. It's very like taking me back to like the dance floor, Ariana, who I really fell in love with because honestly, girl, I love you, Ariana Stan. But the last two albums were kind of sleepers Ooh. for me. I was a little sleepy. You're saying it. I'm a little tired. It gave me a little Lana Del Rey. And I was like, not that she's not talented. Ooh, I mean, Victorious. Can we talk about it? Come on, Victorious. But anyway. Um, but this new this new song for me, it's very dancey, it's very house. But apparently, 
speaking of like the gays in the house and the dancey, there's some controversy. Well, Please fill us in. You know, I'm a big fan fan of the house music. Mm-hmm. I love some like. 90s beats throwbacks. Yes, of I'm course. I'm here of for course. it. I'm here for it. I love the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this new song by Miss Grande may have sampled a few familiar beats. Okay, and? So I was on TikTok and there were several videos that I came across saying that Miss Ariana has sampled um, Madonna and a few other like 90s tracks. All on the track? All on her new track. <gasps> the. What is it? Scandalo. What is it? Yes, and. Yes, Yes, and. and. Say it with your chest. Yes, and. And. (laughs) So, and I don't believe they got any writing credit on the song. Okay, but first of all, I wonder if it's the artist just thinking that. But now, haven't we reached a point, though, where, like, everything is recycled? That's kind of where I'm at, too. Like, I feel like there are no other. Like, and you, you can't find a new chord. If you're going to be that butthurt over it, like, just take it as, like, an honor. And I guess, yeah, if you've been deadpan, like, not making a hit in years, and you'd like some royalties, that's why you're going to come out of, you know, darkness to come get you some money. But, like, if she's fucking sampling Madonna... Madonna has enough money. Right, right. But I mean, I it's don't... on the same level as like, well, it's not. I take that back. Because I was going to say, Beyonce sampled a bunch, but Beyonce gave a bunch of like writing credits and everything to the yeah, people she Yeah, she did. But, so that's what they're really just <laughs> mad about is that she didn't get it. Like people aren't getting, it's not thrown in there. If it is true, then 100%, then she... I don't know what the rights are, but I don't think I can play the song while we're recorded or even on the podcast maybe like a snippet i feel like you i can like listen to a little bit and so i'm gonna like 30 seconds producer says 30 seconds so we're going to pull the song up and give it a listen and i just want to like because i didn't really listen to it from that perspective just because i think it's kind of a bop it is a bop Um, it's definitely a bop bop. and maybe it is because it is so heavily inspired by other things so so that's let's give it a listen we're gonna listen from the middle Tyler is singing lyrics that could possibly fit in. Dietrich and DiMaggio. Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean on the corner of him. Okay, so, I mean, it's just, I mean, same progression. Okay, so now I do hear it. I. Okay. I mean, okay, Miss Grande. Your ears I, I mean, the ears don't lie. Neither do the hips. <gasps> well, uh, apparently the hips just don't just you know flee the country to not pay their taxes. Ah, anyway, don't get, get a statue erected of them. Um, but yeah, okay. Oh, that's oh, that makes me stressed. I don't know because it's such a good song. It, it, regardless, I wish they would just maybe give. She should just give some rights, some 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 songwriting creds out. Because I haven't got to watch the music video yet either. And right, apparently no. it's really good. And Miss Ariana gives choreography. And yes. she's not a choreography queen. Well, I also saw that, like, if you choreograph a dance that someone that is in their ability, then she she does it really well. She can do what she's able. She's, yes. yes. She's, she, can't like, be, she can't be challenged or I taken mean, out of her comfort zone. No. So she's just doing a little hot skip, a little sashay, sashay. Yeah. It's cute, though. Yeah. I saw, like, some clips of it. Yeah. Okay. But it'll still be my winter bop. Your winter bop. It'll still be my Yeah, I think it's like my, it's my song that gives me the hope of spring because here in nasty ass Ohio, 
Winter uh, has really finally hit. Um, she said, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Global warming got us to today. Um, but today the real winter is here. So like, we're all complaining and bitching that it's cold and it's like 10 degrees, but it's realistically, but growing up, it was 10 degrees for like two months. It was always with, cold. With 12 inches with, of snow. With toilets. Now it gets cold for 15 days and we're like, God damn it. <laughs> what are we going to do? How will we survive? It's the day after tomorrow out there. Emmy Rossum is running down the street. Things are freezing. It's, the day after tomorrow. <laughs> it's a throwback. I mean, it's a throwback. It's a throwback. Uh, Speaking of throwbacks, which is which is the theme. The theme today is nostalgia. Oh, nostalgia, girl. Something I, something I yearn for. Something I feel. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I feel like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like millennials especially are very attached to our youth yeah 100%. Um, and nostalgia and i think you can see it in please excuse by the way the tippy tappy noises because um my dog just jumped over the, the barrier bag, the barrier because she is impossible so there are tippy tappies liza minnelli just please, injured please in disregard some little fossey some little some but yes i <laughs> do think millennials as a whole really do hold some type of like i don't know deep connection with the our youth our childhood yeah like the the pop culture of that time mm -hmm. uh just all overall i feel like we're all yearning to have that feeling again yeah and you know we're also because we're all you know i'm we're both 34 and you know i know oh wow. ouch <laughs> um I feel like our age group is very much who is writing and working into directing yeah. and you know, a lot of the stronger actors and actresses are our age. And I feel like we have a lot of creative control and impact on culture at the moment. Um, I do feel like our, it's almost like, I don't know how to say it. We're like, right now we feel like we're being forced to grow up a little bit. And so we fight it even harder. Yes. So the nostalgia comes back even stronger. And like you're seeing it in a lot of, even like if you go and you watch, because as I said in the first episode, I'm a big fan of cartoons. And if you watch a lot of the kids cartoons that now come out, they're very much aimed towards us too, because we're the ones having the kids. Right. Not us, honey. We're not having the kids. Her babies only. But the breeders out there having kids and those of you who are adopting, we're all for it. Um, we're not anti-child. I mean, I'm a teacher. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so even the cartoons, like I'm watching one right now, it's called Hilda and it's Come about, on, Hilda. It's, it's like about this little girl who, um, ha can like see magical creatures and her, her and her single mom who is 34. Okay. She literally tells her how old she is. She's like, Come on, mom. She's like you. She's like, how old are you mom? 57. And she's like, Hilda, I'm 34. Oh, no. And I was like, oh no. Hilda, coming it's in quick. It's been 84 years. And it's just like a lot of the jokes and a lot of the, the, the undercover stuff Can be we pick you. up on. And I watched the cartoon and I, Marcus, don't you, you've watched, have you watched Hilda? Oh yeah, every single episode. Like, so it, it like, it, am I not right? It like you, it connects with us oh, too gosh, at so the much. same time. Well, that's what I hear about Bluey. I, I've not, I'm, I don't. Oh, see, I haven't. I, I, haven't, I don't watch. But people say that it's funny. And people are like, there are jokes in this kid's show aimed towards adults because 
Yeah. And you know, in my job, I work with kids and like, but I've never, ever played a single episode of Bluey. I, I Maybe I should give that a shot. Try. They I might know, like should it. I? Maybe I'll give Bluey a shot. Sponsor this video, Bluey. Come on, Bluey. <laughs> um, but yeah, the nostalgia, like, I know for me personally, I'm very deeply connected to like the music of the nineties and early two yes. thousands. And, but almost it's a little retroactive for us. Like we say we are nineties kids, but what people don't realize, and I did a little bit of research into okay, this okay. is we were not actually super cognitive in the nineties. Well, no, I mean, we were really millennium kids. We were kids who that age group for us was the early 2000s. Yeah. That's when we were hitting pre-teendom. That's when we were starting to absorb music at our fullest. Mm -hmm. But there's something about kids who born where we are, we absorbed a lot more, a lot younger. We wanted to grow up faster culture-wise. Yes. But we were still a little, yep, we Babies. wanted to remain to maintain the youth. So like, if you think about it, it's like our older cousins or our older brothers or sisters who were born, you know, 82 to 85. That could who really got absorb to the really yeah. absorb the '90s, and we say, "Well, we're the '90s kids. We're not really, not really. We are, we are." Because <laughs> I mean, What's think the about word? it. Like at in 2000, you would have been going. We would have been going into like sixth grade. Well, yeah, that's. So like I mean, that's time, when you're starting yeah. to like you have. We your were social millennium and, kids. Yeah. We're the millennium era, and that's why we are millennials. <laughs> we are like true <laughs> millennials. Like we're we're like the we're true millennials there's elder millennials we're lucky luckily we don't fit into that category i could never that's 84 to 88 so we are like we avoided that <laughs> we avoided that a little bit so they were able to they were like having their proms in 2000 and we were going into middle school yes kind of thing no we so, were like in the heart of the millennial yeah totally totally so backstreet boys millennium like we we were catching so and also people bow. also this is bow. another thing i feel like i'm talking a lot but um Music is kind of one of our, both of our things. Roll with a girl. But if you think about it, everyone thinks about, oh, Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, everything is 90s. But really, those bands did not kick off until, until the late 2000s. 90s, early 2000s. To, yeah, and Britney Spears did not even drop her first album until 1998. Think about that, viewers and listeners. Wow. Britney's first album did not drop till 1998. And we all think, oh, Britney Spears, she's so 90s. Actually, y'all, she's so millennium. Like she was part of the millennium hit. And honestly, she was opened up for NSYNC. So NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were out first. Backstreet Boys were relevant by 96. Do you know when, I was going to say, 96. I was like 96 is for the boys. Well, it's when the boys started, they, they did their first European tour, I think in 96, they picked up over in Europe first before they got big in the US. And then because people saw they were hitting up big over there, the uh -huh. US then kind of returned the favor, like, oh, they're from here? That's such a thing. Yeah, I love the Backstreet Boys, just so everyone, everyone knows. I have to say I was an NSYNC boy. And that's why we can't be around each other all the time, because he makes poor choices. Were you Brittany or Christina? It, it depends on the point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but originally, originally, Brittany. Okay, okay, yeah. But then as I realized my wonderful mermaidian talents of a singer, mm -hmm. I kind of connected with Christina more. Bitch, you're I was a like, siren. I was like, you're welcome. I'm a sea witch who can sing, bitch. <laughs> Lure them into their doom. Right, and um, so like, I was like, oh, Christina has the vocal talent. Brittany has the dancing capability and like the the commercial quality, the, the wow. And then, so I was like, okay, I kind of appreciate them both. And then I was like, mm, and I like kind of dis disliked Christina, but 
but I really loved Back to Basics. I really loved that like that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, era yeah. of Christina. But Britney, I just kind of liked it all. So I don't know. I think I'm both. Okay, and I do you like can be. You and I, you know, be. and I do like In Sync. I do like of them. Course. I know their songs. Of course. But I have to say, Backstreet Boys have the longevity, the album count, and the record sales beating In Sync. I will say that. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I do think the Backstreet Boys are even like stronger singers. They're a better boy band. They are a better boy band. Yeah. Um, however, I still wasn't in sync boy. That's fine. And I and that's st- totally and fine. I was, a, I was a Britney boy too. Okay. I saw you were in the dancers, and see, Backstreet Boys gave you harmonies on harmonies. Mm-hmm. They gave you white boy blackness. Like you know what I mean? Like that. They were like they were obviously realty, and this is what's wrong with society, and this has been going on forever all the way back to Motown is that people of color would do something first and then white people would copy it and get paid more money. I mean, look at Justin Timberlake. I mean, and you just look at like, um, Belle Bib DeVoe, like, and like the wonderful, uh, African-American boy bands and stuff like that. Like they just never got the credit. And then I feel like the white boy bands came in, stole their swag and made it popular, which is exactly what happened in like, the fifties with all that music and stuff and the beach boys. It's just sad. It's the repeating saga of the music industry. It, it really, it really, really is. But in black street, I mean, come on anyway, backstreet boys, black street. Hello. That was unfamiliar. <laughs> but yeah. And then also when it comes to nostalgia, the movies, mm, the movies, the movies. you mentioned, um, you mentioned something in our last podcast, the little, uh, what are they called? Acronyms? Oh, God. We've reached the point in the podcast where I have to fight my producer and my co-host. Good. I brought my gloves. Let me just take my earrings off because we've reached that point in the podcast where we're going to talk about Disney Channel original movies. You have one earring on. Take your earring off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that we're, let's know that we're recording this episode at my house. So I can kick these bitches out at any point in time and or just throw the water that I have in my hands on either one of them because it's my mess to clean up. (laughs) And I'm not worried about anything getting (laughs) on the couches. Um, So Disney Channel original movies. I follow some vloggers and some podcasters who call them DCOMs, which is simply just an abbreviation for Disney Channel original movie. Um, On Disney Plus, when you search for Disney Channel original movies, the the like search bar there's like a thing and it says decom really yes I don't know and so like I may I got I thought I thought everyone pronounced it this way and I was read to fucking filth by two of people who I care very much about so just so you know every family fights <laughs> and um, better help if you want to sponsor this <laughs> I think oh it God. would be a great a great a great podcast to sponsor i want duolingo to sponsor us duolipa duolingo oh <laughs> but also duolipa can duolipa girl levitate on over here Duolipeep we have better us. help we have therapists we have gay shit we'll use your song as our opener what song would we use dun, dun, dun. okay let's not do that no okay we don't need to do this we need to get back on topic what is your favorite decom or at least you know that's three. a really that's a really loaded question. Or at least top three. There were so many. Top three. So okay. Top three. Movies. Top three. Top three. Top three. Okay. So we're gonna Marcus. We're gonna include you in on this conversation. Sure. Because I would love to, I would love to know. 
Um, okay, Marcus has already told us one. He said, I'm not waiting. No. Um, so, Cadet Kelly, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, do you want to give us your other two? Got to think about it first. Okay, so as it stands, Marcus, it's just Cadet Kelly. Um, it, actually, really honestly, if he wasn't here, I'd be disappointed in him, but I still love him. Um, Tyler, you want to give your first after three? Okay. Um, one of my favorites that I enjoyed was I liked Under Wraps. Do you remember that one? The, with the mommy? mommy one. Okay, that's that kind cute. of a deep cut. That's that kind of cute. a deep cut. Okay, I, just, I don't know. That one's sticking out of my mind for some reason. I always like the the Halloween themes or like the scary themed ones. Okay. Um, the other one was the one where the best, the imaginary friend turned into the boogeyman. Oh my that God. Creeped oh my God. Under, under don't, the bed. Don't, don't look, look under, under the, the bed. bed. Yes. Oh my gosh. That one creeped. Yes. Out. And he was turning into the boogeyman. Her imaginary friend mm -hmm. was turning into the boogeyman. That was good. I yeah. don't know. I mean, you have Halloween town. Girl, you've reached your capacity ah! at three. Okay, I guess they're all the scary ones. Like, okay, so that's the top three. So Under Wraps, Halloween Town, and Don't, I don't Look know. Under the Bed. Now I kind of want to like rethink. Is that your final answer? No, it's not. I could never commit. Here we go. We can circle back around because I still have two, too. Okay, so um, I'll go ahead and lay down mine. Um, I will have to say, just because it was very important to me, I have to say, like, a, I'm going to use two of them. We're going to be series. Oh, my God. So, so honestly, the High School Musical series was really influential in my life and i know that's corny i've never seen a high school musical and this is another reason friends why <laughs> tyler and i don't always get not along. a single one so the high school musical series was really good in my life it's a big deal um i remember my sophomore year of high school hosting a viewing party for high school musical too when i was <laughs> yes. the president of the high school musical the fan club no <laughs> you bitch the uh, Gay Straight Alliance. I was the president of my chapter at my high school, and I had a viewing party of High School Musical too. Yeah. Um. So that was great. Um. I have to say, Halloween Town, the series, classic. Minus Halloween Town Four because fuck Halloween Town Four. Who is she? Who I mean, is, that's not Marnie. That? That's, that's not, not Marnie. Marnie. And not she was Marnie. able to work. And I've seen interviews. She was available. What were you doing, Disney? Anyway. Um. And then three will have to be 13th year. <gasps> Is that where he turns into the mermaid? The boy who turns into a mermaid on his 13th birthday. Yeah. Now, guys, I don't know if you know this about me, and I'm just realizing I don't look at the camera. I'm just, like, looking at the microphone. I'm going to get used to it. This is the first episode. Hi, camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he turns into a mermaid on his 13th birthday, and, I mean, The Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney movie. I have Little Mermaid tattoos on my feet. Um, on your fins. On my fins. And so that movie was really quintessential. Um, I have to have an honorable mention to the Camp Rock films because my girl, Demetria Lovato, was singing in those films and they are silly. I've never seen Camp Rock. We'll have to do that. We'll have to do a viewing. We're going to do all the high school musicals and we're going to do all the Camp Rocks. You'll be here for the whole weekend. Uh huh. Will she survive? You know that? Stay tuned in the next episode. You know that scene in the Adams Family where they go to the solitary cabin? I feel like that's what it's going to be for me when I watch High School Musical and Camp yeah. Rock. Yeah. But maybe not. Yeah. Marcus, <laughs> do you have yours? Yeah, so the 13th year is also one of mine. And then The Color of Friendship. Oh, I love the one that takes place in South Africa. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, there's too many that I also really liked xenon 
So you know, and yes, the 21st of course, century. Of course. There's so many honorable mentions, and we can honestly talk forever about Do you remember um, Can of Worms? Yes, Can of Worms, girl. We're going to have to have a Disney Plus. These need, are all on I Disney Plus. I need deep Plus. dives. These are all on Disney Plus, and uh, we can watch them. We need to do. But we can talk about DCOMs forever. But honestly, real quick, like the music, the movies, horror movies were great in the 90s. We got some of my favorite horror movies. We kind of have to wrap this up. We have about five minutes left on rolling time. All right. So well, just to just to talk about nostalgia as like a big hole yeah i do feel that the mid 90s early 2000s time really just i don't know encapsules like a part, Are, it's a part of our lives a part of yeah yeah, yeah. and i think always... every but i think every generation is nostalgic and i think we're just really starting to feel it what our parents and our grandparents probably yeah. feel about their times and i think we're lucky to have been living in a time of period that the world was relatively safe and I feel like we yearn for that safe time in our lives, that yeah. 10 year from like 1990 to 2000, where things just were kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't so hectic. The president it, was getting fellatio. So anxious. You know, fellatio, that kind of thing. Monica Lewinsky, that whole thing. Everyone was just having a good time. Listen. Um, yeah. And so, she yeah. walked so we all could run. But a little wrap up. Um, next week, I think we're going to have our uh, Minute with Amanda. My yes. best, one of my best friends, Amanda Sue Punchfuck, national title holder, Miss Comedy Queen. Um, she's going to have Amanda's Minute, some pop culture time that you're going to have with her. And we do have our Instagram is live yes. to gaze one pod, gaze with a Z. And our email is live. Tyler, your wishes came true. It is two gays one pod to number two number one podcast casting couch casting couch at gmail.com that's two gays one pod casting couch at gmail.com at gmail. send us your questions what you want us to talk about your inquiries your inquiries tell us if you fucking hate us whatever you want to do sex stories sure stories. i mean tyler's tyler's going off the hinges with this i one. you know what? i don't know what give he me wants. something to read please don't send any nudes um, send some unsu- fucking okay nudes. well maybe send some of them absolutely but, you know nudes for priority boarding um but listen we're not paying for any feet pics. Absolutely not. But you can pay for yeah. ours. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode number two. Number two. And we will see you next time. This has been Two Gays. One Pie. Oh.